This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Jose Avila. He is a 17-year-old that doesn't want to go to college and he wants to start his own business. For your chance to win 100 bucks, just like Jose, every Monday morning, simply subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Folks, many of you heard I made a big league acquisition of a business, nathanlacka.com forward slash send later is the name of the business. And I didn't want to give up equity to a developer because I'm a business guy. So what I did is I used a website to find a guy named He Shiming. I paid He over $12,000 to help me build send later. And the site that I am using now is called Topdoll at nathanlacka.com forward slash T-O-P. T-A-L. I will build Send Later into a big business and I will take it public by the time I turn 30. I'll tell you more later on in the episode. Top Tribe, this is episode 427. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Egbert, who's a super creative dad of four little ones. He buys time by minimizing expenses and launch, launches a drone information company. Top Tribe, good morning to you. Our guest today is Keith Perhack. He is the marketing, well, he really is a marketing expert at heart who has raised as a developer and a designer. His goal is in everything he does to take complex things and make them simple, understandable, and actionable. He runs Segmetrics and DelphiNet, a technical marketing agency that helps companies build highly optimized evergreen sales funnels. Keith, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready to take you to the top. Thanks awesome. for having me, Nathan. You bet. Yeah. So tell me, what's more of your focus right now, uh, Segmetrics or DelphiNet? Oh, man, that's a, that's a hard question because they're both near and dear to me. The I will say right now that DelphiNet probably takes up the lion's share of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so DelphiNet is the consulting side. We work with some of the big names in the info product industry, um, building out evergreen funnels, supporting their launches and doing all that fun stuff. Segmetrics is a tool we started about a year and some change ago. Mm-hmm. And we built it because we make we work mainly in Infusionsoft and other CRMs like that. And it's so freaking hard to get the data we needed to be able to to prove to our clients that, hey, we're doing a great job. Look at this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, good. So let's focus on Segmetrics. So what, uh, you just talked a little bit about what it does. What year did you found the business in? So we founded that last year. I believe it was around April. Okay. And tell us, uh, tell us, it just give us a little bit of sense of kind of timing. So April last year was founding date. What did you do in your first year of revenue? So 2015. Ah, uh, Segmetrics was actually pretty low. I think we were doing around 20, 30K MR the first year. So we're not MR, sorry, annual first total. year. Okay, good. Yeah, That's yeah. always an embarrassing, by the way, number. First year revenue, every entrepreneur you ask them, they go, oh, I can't, oh, I can't share so it. Yeah, it was and, so, and then you, so bad. And then, you go, and then you go talk to someone like the the Neil Patels or the the Rob Wallings, and he's like, yeah, my first year was so bad. It was only 30K a month or 100K yeah. a month or something. I'm like, son of a month. Well, everybody starts little. It's just a choice. It's actually a reflection of the person I'm interviewing typically on how, what they choose to share, right? Some people say, well, I don't want to share, 
you know, we didn't really launch in 2013 because the revenue was so bad they didn't want to share it. So our real launch right. year was it's, 2014, oh, right? <laughs> exactly. We we had the product for seven years before we actually launched. Totally. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. come on, no, not come that, on. No, we actually built this. So this was actually an experiment on our part where we had, I believe it was four weeks or five weeks of almost no client work. And we sat down, we said, hey, we need this tool. Can we build an entire SaaS app in four weeks with the existing team we had? So we took our internal team, no contractors, no nothing. Everyone works at DelphiNet. We said, this is the problem we're going to solve. We're jumping in this whole hog. We built the entire thing, did three iterations uh, in four weeks Wow! as we were running through with cl- our existing clients and saying, hey, these are the numbers we're getting. Do these look great? They're like, no, we want this. So we go back, we rip out everything put in everything else. How about this? And they're like, yes, this is exactly what we want. And we iterate or iterate. So instead of focusing really on that MRR, we've been focusing on, can we build the greatest product we can for the clients? And now that we've kind of hit that, now this year is where we've started focusing on growing that MRR. Our churn rate has gone down. Our um, acquisition has gone up. So we're pretty happy about what we're looking to do. So in August of 2016, what was your total MRR? Oh, I would have to look up that number. It was still not happy. <laughs> Come on, Keith. That's a number you have to know. So last month, about how much did you do in Segmetrics? I think, I think it was around 5K. Okay. Um, well, why, I never understand why people are so depressed when they share these numbers. You have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. I think, so especially when you compare to consulting, like it's a slow, you know, they always talk about the SaaS slow ramp of death. And if you put everything into it, it's still slow, but it at least gets faster. But as we're trying to balance between consulting uh, and looking at the revenue numbers from consulting versus a SaaS, you just it's not comparable. But right? margins are but way margin. better in SaaS. Oh, yeah. Margins are better. And the best thing about SaaS, honestly, is that recurring revenue. Like, let's say you have 10 consulting clients and three of them decide, okay, we're, we need to put a pause this month. Yeah, you're screwed unless you have consistent. of your revenue. That's insane, mm-hmm. right? You're at no point, unless your SaaS app explodes in a fiery fireball, you're never going to have 30% of your client, of your customers leave in one month. Correct. Right? Yep. So what is the average customer paying you per month? Uh, average customer is paying us around 10, a uh, hundred bucks. I think it's like 97 or something around okay. there. Per month or annually? Per month. Okay. And how many customers currently pay you? Uh, that's a very good question, but I think you could, we could calculate off that yeah, number. If I'm doing the math. It's about 500. Uh, or sorry, about, about 50. About 50. Yeah. Yeah. About 50. Um, okay, cool. And so that doesn't take into account, like sometimes we have annual, so we have a couple of people who aren't paying every month, but yeah. Yeah. And this is, have you raised capital for this or it's all bootstrapped? This is all bootstrapped based on my, mine and my co-founder's bank account and the consulting businesses that we both do. How much would you say you and your co-founder have kind of put into both the consulting and this SaaS app? Into, into the SaaS app? Yeah. Well, kind of into both of them because they're kind of tied together, right? God, the, well, the consulting I've been doing for, for six years now. So we put a frick ton into that. Okay. Um, the What's consulting up? business is about a million dollars. That's uh, what you right put in? Now. No, no, that's our that's our yearly revenue. Oh, got it. And that goes up and down. So how much when uh, yeah, how much goes into a consulting business? Tough to say, right? Like we have our monthly expenses, but it's hard to say, hey, this is how much revenue we make year after year. This is how much we put in. Um, What what about the what about segmetrics? How much have you guys put in segmetrics? See, that's the thing, because it's all our we don't have consultant or we don't have contractors for it. It's all our internal stuff. So you look at like SaaS price it like how much we're paying for like hosting and all that stuff it's minimal 
I mean, we're probably yeah. So your costs are like three weeks of your people's salaries for the for the initial, and then we work on it pretty much. Uh, I'd say quarter time internally. Okay. So I'd say what is that? So we have eight people on the team. So you figure two full time. Yep. Yep. So call it call it one hundred and fifty to two hundred grand per year is what you're investing. Yeah. And what uh, what's churn? What's monthly churn? Monthly churn is actually pretty low. I'd have to look up that exact number, but I remember it being pretty low. Let me actually pull so, up that. Number. Yeah. So if there are 50 customers in, you know, the month before August in August, did all 50 stay or did you go down to 49 or 48? Uh, I think we went down to 49. Okay, 49. So you have 2%. Well, you have 2% uh, monthly churn then, right? Yeah, is that me, right? Let me, just, let me just pull up the, the exact number and I can tell you. Okay. That's the easiest one. So our... So our customer churn is, of, and of course, as soon as I start looking at it, it's a, it says 9%, but we had a, we had a couple people drop a couple days ago, uh-huh. but normally it's not that high. Okay. Why did those people drop a few days ago? Um, we had a couple of, what was it? I don't remember. Um, I think it was people gearing up for launch and saying, hey, we don't need this until after launch. Oh, uh, we're see. really on a, because so many people using this are on a, um, info product launch sequence were really affected by the season. So summer is our crap month. Um, starting in October is when it really not start- a good recipe for a SaaS business. It's not, you know, it's not bad. It's not great. I mean, how do you not- lock them in? Is there anything you can do with like data that you have? Annual. Yeah, we're switching to annual. Uh, you no, get- sorry, product. How do you create product lock-in, not pricing lock-in? Oh, the pri- the product lock-in. So product lock-in is interesting. Um, the biggest thing we do to create that lock-in is we have a bit of that data uh, locked into our system. So they can conceivably get it out to Infusionsoft. It's a huge pain in the butt. Um, so we have a lot of their lead source data. So what we do is, and the main kind of selling point for Segmetrics is we take in all your Facebook data, all your um, lead source data. So someone comes to your site from Facebook, they opt in, we have tracked all those UTM codes. So all the campaigns, all the um, spends, everything that comes in there, that is now tied to a singular email address in your CRM, Mm -hmm. right? And that part of the data that we have, we have inside Segmetrics. So in in addition to being able to do all the tracking and um, and the analytics for that, we're then also be able to say, okay, you have 100,000 people come in from Facebook. They're worth 20 bucks a piece. Therefore, you can spend up to like 15, 10 bucks per lead on your ad campaigns, right? Now, that part of the, of the data is that connecting of the two is all in segmetrics. And so if they leave that, then they don't get that data anymore. But, but so that's the trick is that's if you have 9% monthly churn, you have to figure out a way to make that stronger, right? To, to keep right. them. I'm the reason exactly. I, I'm thinking about this exact same thing on a business that I just bought, which was a free tool called send later. Mm-hmm. And I just put a paywall up and I'm doing the same thing. I'm going at what usage metric do I then show the paywall where those people are very sticky? In other words, if they hit 50 credits used, I know with 90% certainty that they're going to pay and they're going to stick for, you know, 60 months, Right. And right. it's such an art form. I mean, you know this. There's not a defi- There's not a clear answer. No, it's part data, part gut. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's one of the hardest things is that, you know, you, looking at it from the outside, you're like, oh, you should totally do this, and then all your like, um, let's say that um, Crazy Egg did this, and that's where they found their that number, that magic number that made them sticky, and that's how you succeed. Well, that's Crazy Egg. What's mm-hmm. ours, right? And it's very easy to see in hindsight. 
it's very difficult to see when you're still trying to find it. That's right. Yep. What are you spending on acquisition costs? What's it cost you to get a new customer? Our acquisition costs are really freaking low. So mainly we're doing um, organic outreach. So we have done a little bit of Facebook ads, but we haven't started really throwing money at it yet because like you said, we want to get that churn lower. We want to get that acquisition cost as low as possible. Now our organic is doing really well. So we've had a bunch of affiliates. We've had a bunch. Who's your biggest affiliate? Greg Hickman, I believe is our biggest affiliate yeah. right now. Um, he He's another Infusionsoft consultant and has just started about six months ago, building up his personal brand uh, systemly. And he's been killing it. What's uh, Who's your second biggest affiliate? I think uh, John Lee Dumas is our yep. second. What do you yeah. pay? 50% of the monthly uh, uh, price? Um, I'd have to check. It's on. Some people get a higher rate. Our standard is 15. Okay. And it's 15% uh, lifetime. So that that is like really the biggest customer acquisition cost, I imagine, is, is yeah. the affiliate pay, right? Eh, it, it is the biggest right now. I don't think it's going to be the biggest going forward. I think it's going to be... I think eventually we're going to need to get up to 30%. So if you look at uh, Drip, Rob Walling's yep. um, CRM, yes, Clay they just had purchased it. Yep, Clay just purchased it. They had 15% commission until Clay purchased them and then they upped that to 30. Yeah. Right. So if that's because got, Clay knows that business is his business is valued on top line revenue and act potential acquirers of lead pages exactly. don't give a dang about expenses. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, as you're once you have kind of that, that money, that FU money there, um, you can totally do something like that because lead acquisition is what's going to grow it in the long term. But if we were giving out 30% affiliate commission, we our revenue would drop significantly, right? Mm -hmm. So you have well, not a revenue, but your your right. your gross margin the would drop. Gross margin, yeah. correct. The um, it's really a balancing game when you're bootstrapping. Would you raise right? money for this? We would not be opposed to raising money. Um, we just raised for another company that we had been working on, um, which is a really weird uh, niche. It's uh, garbage collection, uh, like actual garbage. And uh, we just raised for that. Uh, so we've been a little busy there, but we're, we are looking at raising with Segmetrics. How, much, how much would you want to raise, ideally, you think? Still trying to decide. I don't think we want to go the full venture capital. I think we want to do friends and family round, mm -hmm. like just angel investing. Um, I really think if we were to get around probably 250 to 500, uh, we could put a serious dent in the marketplace. So if someone invested 250, what percentage of the business would you be willing to give them? Just the segmetric side. We'd have to look at that, to be honest. What do you, what's a range, you think? Don't know. By the way, this is the quickest way to get funded is coming on this podcast. So, <laughs> so I'm serious. I, I cannot tell you how many deals have happened. So if you give really? a range, you're going to get more inbound leads from investors that are listening right now. What's what's the range? We we actually have not discussed. So we could. It's more of we were focusing on that on that funding for the other for the garbage side, and so we haven't looked at numbers. For well, what do you think your business is worth? If you look at the, kind of the run rate, the the five grand per month, you have churns a little bit too high. What do you think it's worth? That's a good question. Uh, let me look. And while you're doing that, I mean, I'll tell my audience, guys, when I'm valuing companies, what I do is I typically take, especially SaaS, monthly recurring revenue, assuming churn is below 3% monthly. That's a that's a that's kind of good economics. I'll take the five grand multiplied times 12. So you annualize mm -hmm. it. 
And then you're going to get a multiple anywhere between three and five X, assuming healthy economics. So yep, in the case of Keith here, Keith, you're, I think churns, about 200, about yeah. 200, somewhere around there. Yeah, that's 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 so that's why I was asking is because if you raise the amount of money you just articulated at the valuation that I would give it, you'd be giving up yeah, way you, too much you, of business. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the things why we haven't fully pursued it, because we want we, it still has legs that we can grow bootstrapping. Yeah. And once we get it to that point, then it becomes a lot more attractive to investors. Yep. Right. Where are you guys based? Uh, we are we're remote. Uh, I actually was based in Japan for the last 13 years and just moved back to, to the U.S. I'm in Portland, Oregon right now. Mm. Very cool. Like, but everyone's remote. Everyone's remote. Uh, although just out of dumb luck, three of our three of our people are here in Portland or the surrounding area. So there, that's there. always fun. Very cool. Well, hey, Keith, before we get into my favorite part of the show, if people want to connect and follow kind of your journey as you build Segmetrics in your consulting firm, where's the best place for them to do that? So the best place is developyourmarketing.com. And that's kind of the hub for the consulting. It has links to Segmetrics, to some, uh, all the stuff that we're doing. And that's probably the best way to find me. All right, guys, very quickly, many of you heard I acquired Send Later at NathanLatka.com forward slash Send Later. And here's the thing. I don't want to hire a big team. I'm a business guy, though, so I need developers. So what I did is I found this little website. I found this guy named He Shiming. I paid him over $12,000 to help me keep building this business, which I will take public by the time I turn 30. So it's called Toptal. Okay, and what Toptal does, it's a network of elite pre-vetted software developers. Basically, I told Toptal what I was looking for. They search their network for the best people. They even test the candidates, which saves me time. And then they just said, Nathan, here, use this candidate. They meet your individual needs and boom, I'm off to the races. So once you pick someone on Toptal, you can start working with them the next day. Now, for my people, Toptal's offering a no-risk trial period that you can get at NathanLatka.com forward slash T-O-P-T-A-L. Again, NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal to get started. This is perfect if you're a business person listening that doesn't know how to incentivize or find a technical co-founder. Go to NathanLatka.com forward slash Toptal and get started building your app now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Awesome. Top Tribe, we'll link that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 427. Again, forward slash the top 427. All right, Keith, do you know what time it is? I do. What's it's it called? Lightning round. It's, not, it's time for the, fam- <laughs> it's time for the, the famous five. You ready? <laughs> yep. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? I would have to say work the system. Uh, who's the author? That's a really good question. Do you know? Sam That's... Carpenter. Okay, work the system. Very cool. Number two, is there a favorite CEO that you're following or studying? Not currently. Okay. Listen to a lot of podcasts, look, read a lot of business books, but not a singular CEO that was like, this is who I'm following. Cool. Yeah, you mentioned you, you listened to a few episodes on the top. What, what do you think? Anything? What can I do better? I liked them. I really liked them. The pace was 
very quick. Uh, a lot of great information in a short period of time, which I love because I listen to podcasts in the shower every morning. <laughs> uh, so I like to finish an entire podcast by the by the time I'm out. So yep. that's awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, number three is their favorite online tool you have. Uh, we, my, my SaaS costs are through the roof. Um, Harvest is probably the one that I use the most and probably has the most reliance on my business. And that's time tracking and invoicing software. Harvest.com? So I believe it's harvestapp.com. Let me check that real quick. Harvest. It is harvestapp.com. Yep, yep, yep. I just found it. Cool. Okay, good. Uh, number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I try my best. Usually what, it's around six to eight. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I am married with two kids. Oh, nice. And how old are you? Uh, I am. That's a good question. 35. <laughs> 35. So, so Keith, last question. Take us back 15 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? 15 years ago. Um, I would honestly say, I think I had a, a pretty good trajectory. There's nothing I would really tell myself different other than the fact that it's not as scary jumping off and leaving the company that you've been working for for six years to start out on your own. It is scary, but it's not all going to hell in a handbasket. So <laughs> well, top, just have confidence in that. Top tribe there. Yeah, have it. It's not as scary to do your own thing as much. Many people make it out to be. If I was a betting man, I would bet on Keith for a very simple reason. Many times SaaS businesses that go and become very big, their infancy is from an agency, which is the cash cow. The agency gets to see into clients' problems and they realize every client has the same problem. In this case, they developed a tool for it called Segmetrics. They can sell it directly to their agency customer base. They're already growing uh, to the tune of 50 customers, five grand a month recurring revenue. Keith, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed Keith today, go back and listen to Pablo Fuentes yesterday. Pablo has 1,500 customers and is profitable in his business, which is called Proven.com. He's raved, raised over $5.5 million and his revenue will surprise you. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.